This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So yeah, the countdown, as I told you, is well underway as we look at uh, the upcoming elections. Uh, yeah, this being on the uh, 29th of May, we saw the president moving to do his thing here in consultation with other political parties. And we're seeing a lot of movement around uh, this particular space. And we just throw him forward with Tobani Zikalala this morning and also looking at uh, the issues of vote rigging, the issues of vote manipulation, and if uh, really these particular elections uh, can stand to see uh, these particular uh, foreign elements creeping in uh, this uh, where where these particular elections are concerned. So you're welcome to engage with us uh, this morning with Tobani. Tobani, uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you, my brother? I'm okay. How are you doing, my buddy? I'm good, my brother. Mm. So, so are you are you as agile? I mean, the president has now proclaimed uh, things are moving in this particular space. Uh, others have already counted down. Others are counting down as we speak uh, right now to uh, their manifesto launches and uh, the likes. And it really looks set uh, that we're going to be seeing a landmark election uh, going into this 2024 general elections. Of course, we've got no other choice, uh, my brother, but to be uh, to be as agile as possible. I mean, mm-hmm. things are going to be happening now. They're going to be happening as, as very quickly. So it means one to be agile. It means one to be vigilant. But of course, also, I mean, some political parties, especially the so-called uh, bigger political parties, have already launched uh, their their manifestos. With others going to be launching very soon. I mean, the IFP launches. Uh, it's political, but if my elections manifesto on on the 10th of March, and we know that others are going to follow quickly after that, so on the 24th of March, I think, 10th of March, uh, and then of course others will be following. Uh, the, the PAC is also launching very soon, so it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting election. It's also going to be maybe, as I said, a very landmark uh, uh, election. It's going to be an election that many have likened to the 1994 elections. And this is because mm-hmm. the fact that our democracy is now going to be 30 years old, if it was a human being, as I've said before, it's going to be, it's now going to, it's a fully fledged or fully matured adult, adult, adult which mm-hmm. is able, is, must be able to be able to make a serious decision and participate in the world as, as an adult. So yeah. we're no longer yeah. in a French democracy. We are no longer in a in a in a young democracy. Mm. We, we can no longer make that mistake, we, that excuse of a young democracy. So there's a lot that's going to happen, and also because many have said this, maybe this is the the elections that's going to give us a co- excuse me a coalition government, a coalition government at a national level because mm. of the many changes are going to be. So it's a very important election, but also it's another election. It's an election that gives us for the first time because of the electoral amendments, for the first time the issue of independent candidates and things like that. So there's going to be a lot that's happening, uh, which which means, uh, which validates the idea that this election is going to be very important. 
and, and also uh, Tobani, when you look at it, and I even uh, took uh, you know it from uh, the budget that we saw uh, the minister presenting there, uh, just to set aside money that would ensure that the security around uh, these particular elections. Uh, when you look at what has happened in the past and uh, looking at the past elections, you often hear people yeah. talking about the IEC being one of those uh, you know institutions uh, that are you know intact in the way that they uh, conduct uh, the elections we really haven't seen them uh, just uh, you know clouded by issues of scandal one after uh, the other uh, but there are and there have been uh, those isolated incidents where in 2021 we saw Gabuza who was just arrested here uh, caught stuffing about 24 fraudulent ballot boxes into a ballot box to influence the elections and uh, really this happened in Durban in 2009 we also saw a Cindy uh, who was also presiding officer there in KZN who was caught with illegally marked ballots and was subsequently arrested and convinced. I think there was an incident here in Gauteng as well where there were ballot boxes that were found I think around Centurion and the Midrand area in the past elections and the IEC had said that they would move to investigate in this particular regard. So there, were also, there was also that narrative that is, has often been thrown around and uh, this being a narrative uh, largely, you know, saying that uh, the SA elections, uh, these elections, there's a lot riding on elections. Uh, they stand uh, to be stolen. Uh, so uh, what is your reading of where we find ourselves, the IEC's role in this regard? And if we indeed we can say that, uh, you know, if we uh, don't or we're not careful, uh, we could see these particular elections compromised. Of course, Katrecho, as you say, that there has been isolated sporadic uh, incidents where where there's been an arrest around the manipulation of the votes, the issues of illegally obtained, illegally marked uh, ballot boxes, ballot papers before. It, it means the IEC, of course, because also there's been increased budgets in the safety and the, around, in the maintenance of peace around elections, these elections. There must be something that as I said, that we are not voting for the first time. I mean, we are going now to the sixth, seventh administration. It means that the IEC also should have or should be in a state which has almost matured in how it manages the elections. We must be in a position where we are able to minimize to 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 uh, to uh, at least closer to now no incident where presiding officers were. The voter manipulation is is a possibility because the integrity of election depends on us and the IEC being in a position where they are able to deliver uh, a free and fair election, but also an election free of corruption. And for for it, that's always going to be a war, especially with these elections, because they are going to be highly contested and they are important, right, with all the possibilities that they bring. So it's going to be very important how the IEC is able to ensure and how what systems are put in place to ensure that there's no voter manipulation on the idea of the printing of illegally obtained uh, or marked ballot boxes. The IEC must be able to bring us into into confidence of saying, what are, are there mechanisms in place to ensure that the incidents that you speak about, the 2009 incident, the 2021 and other incidents where you found that... Uh, there's been such incidents of, of, of manipulation of the vote or of the results and the bringing in of illegal boxes. 
it's going to be very important. The possibilities are always there of 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 the manipulation of the results of the polls voter of the voters. But it's 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 incumbent upon the IEC being able to say they've got systems in place and and whether those systems have been tested uh, to make sure that they 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 create a situation where there is no such incident and also, or where so such incident occur they will be able to be detected. We are so aware to bring us into confidence in that because it is always possible, especially with with the fact that South Africa always still depends on manual on the manual process. So the manual process could always be manipulated. So we need we need an IEC that's going to be able to bring us into confidence. So what systems they have in place? Yeah, most definitely. And, uh, you know, very well that, uh, you know, there's a lot riding on uh, these elections uh, with people saying that uh, 30 years later, uh, you know, 1994, 2024 is our 1994. We've seen a lot of people as well uh, saying that uh, the MK party has been radical particular regard uh, really when you look at the IEC is there a way that they can uh, control uh, you know a responsible uh, campaigning in this particular regard is this uh, something that is enshrined in the rules around how then a political party that is vying and running uh, can you know in any way uh, conduct uh, their uh, campaigns in a responsible manner in a way that they don't cast doubt on this particular process altogether of course, I think in the guidelines of the IEC around the issues of the code of conduct of the of the political parties, there is uh, the possibility of the IEC being able to to cut down on irresponsible and uh, and uh, uh, and reckless campaigning and statements being made because some of the statements that are being made cast doubt on the integrity of the elections. So there must be a possibility of the IEC being able to rain down on that. But also it's incumbent upon political parties to be able to be very careful mm-hmm. around the statements that they make because those statements that they make cast doubt on the process of the IEC and integrity of its elections and may create a, a situation of, 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 of the IEC unable to deliver its work because uh, people already doubt its integrity to be able to do that. So it's a matter of, 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 of making sure that all of us become responsible and, and the citizens as we are as we approach these elections and understand the, all our roles as, indip- as individuals and parties on what on, on how we can play a role to make sure that the integrity of these elections is maintained and also we are to allow a space where the IEC is able to do its job and be trusted that they could be able to do their job properly but also the IEC itself as I said must bring the nation into confidence of saying what that they are in a position to deliver elections that cannot be manipulated, especially as ourselves we have said that there has been incidents before where such things have happened, and of course, I think parties like the MK and MK party, and I think so. You had uh, called Esma Hashula speaking about something similar before that they make this these allegations as people who claim to be to be in the know to have been part of the processes of the part of of, of, of processes where voter manipulation and election rigging has, has been spoken about or performed. So also there must be something where such claims of, of such individuals are closely looked at by the IEC 
to make sure that they are not in a position where these things happen because these people speak as since they have got their, they speak on authority as mm. people who, who are in the know that these things have happened before. I mean, such things already cast aspersions and cast doubts on the process processes of the IEC. The IEC must be able to come out strong on what their stance is in that and what they have done to make sure that such things do not happen, but also that such claims uh, by these individuals are, are investigated so that you could be able to have a, a solid response on how, if these things have happened, what are you doing as the IEC and what are you going to do going forward to make sure that they don't happen. It's going to be a very difficult election for the IEC, of course, with all the changes that are there, with the high contestation that seems to be emerging. And of course, with the emergence of new political actors and players, it's going to bring a lot of dynamics. But also it's incumbent upon, as I've said, upon political parties and themselves and their leaders to be very responsible and to be very careful about some statements that they are making and the potential uh, that they carry, especially with the idea of political instability in particular provinces, especially if you look at provinces like province of Natal, which is a very highly contested province, and of course the province that has a history of political intolerance and political violence. We must mm-hmm. be very careful about the statements that we make because we can't be in a position where we create a situation where we go back to the past where provinces like Kwasunatal and Gauteng have, got, have had high levels of political violence. Yeah, no, most definitely, because we also saw uh, the uh, Deputy uh, President, Paul Mashatile, uh, talking about uh, the responsibilities uh, where uh, social media users are concerned, uh, just going into the elections here. Also cautioning uh, to say that uh, there's a need for social media users to be uh, responsible in what they say here, and talking even about the principles and guidelines that would ensure that the elections are not compromised as we go uh, to the we have about, uh, you know, more than 27 million people that are going to be casting their vote here. And at times you see uh, just ar- around at this time, uh, Tobani, excuse me, uh, where you see a lot of uh, disinformation, misinformation, and a lot of people uh, saying things uh, just for uh, popularity's sake. So I-, I guess this is also one of those spaces that would uh, have uh, to be checked and monitored uh, to ensure that we don't see the integrity of these elections or even fake news and everything else uh, creeping up uh, to accuse me and you to say that maybe we're involved in vote rigging or we were found with ballot boxes when there's no, uh, you know, authority or such a story uh, that exists, you know, on the ground. Of course, uh, I think the, the, we live in an age where attending uh, receiving a lot of lives is something that arouses a lot of people to be able to to start making false uh, what you call to make false uh, what you call posts and fake posts and to give misinformation and and sometimes it's even disinformation of people deliberately give false information because of 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 what many objectives that they may carry. Again, it's incumbent upon the IEC to be able to to do it to do their work in monitoring such and be able to be the only custodian of information and to to offer information as as rapid as possible. But also, it is important that law enforcement are able to be to be deployed to be able to to scan through some of these things and to act decisively when people are caught to where they make such a what's called false claims 
and, and, and to process printing misinformation. Because, and also on the other hand, it would be incumbent upon citizens to also themselves to understand that whatever information that they offer and they bring up, they speak about or they post about whether on X or on Facebook or other platforms, has a potential of one, casting doubt on the integrity of the elections, but two, create political violence and political instability. So all of us as we go to these elections must be responsible and to, and to understand what are our different roles and the impact of the things that we may do on, the, on, on, on political stability in the country. We all must be interested in making sure in our, only different, on, on, on our many different pockets of society to make sure that these elections are, in, are, are free and they are fair and their integrity, their integrity is intact and we've, we've done nothing to, make, to, 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 to disturb their integrity, but we also made sure that there is political stability to make sure that everyone who contests contests freely, and there is no possibility of what of of manipulation and the like. I mean, all of us have a role to play, but at the centre of all the all of us, of course, is the Independent Electoral Commission as a as a as a body that governs all the, all these processes. But all of us must be interested in one going to vote. Uh, on the voting day, making sure that there's responsible campaigning and no reckless statements mm. are being made, are being made. Yeah. and but also we don't participate in the spreading of of fake information and things like that. So all of yeah. us must be must be responsible. But the center of it all is the IEC. Yeah, and also I, I wanted to come in there to say, do we see political parties also having a role to play here in ensuring that their members toe the line and in ensuring as well that no one. Ex- Actually, can come through wearing their T-shirts here uh, to be blamed to have been a part of what happened here. Uh, we are seeing even uh, you know parties like your EFF uh, talking about uh, the exercise of responsibilities here and saying that really uh, this process has to be guarded. Uh, looking at what has been happened here, uh, are we anticipating that at least uh, we'll see those political parties as well uh, just guiding their members? And and has there ever been a, a you know? a time then, Tobani, where you've gotten a sense that, uh, you know, uh, there could really be somewhat of a contestation and, uh, a, you know, a demonstration in rejecting the elections uh, if people then are not satisfied with how the elections have favoured them. Uh, let's just look into uh, these possibilities and look at uh, then the responsibility of these political parties as well in helping the IEC. Of course. The parties, because of course they also participate in the managing and the monitoring of elections through party agents and things like that, and also participate in the different party lines and in the lines and committees. It is going to be incumbent upon political parties to to one have proper education of their party agents proper education of their members around the responsibility that they have and of course to remain vigilant of any of, of any action that may int- that may uh, what you call it, impact on the elections it's it's going to be incumbent upon political parties also to to also in some instances work together i mean which what julius has been saying and also what viewers of the atm was saying mm-hmm. is that they must work together to make sure that they as as political parties they also make sure that they maintain the integrity of the elections so that there is no situation where one party they feel should change 
the cause of whether or not being available in that voting station because of their capacity, but also because one party saw something happening, but did not what you call, raise it up because it didn't affect them. It would be incumbent upon political parties, all of them, to go into these elections with the interest of making sure that, that even if they, are, they lose the elections, but the election, the, the elections, they must have been seen to be and to be to be to be conducted and to have been or to have happened in an environment where free and fair elections are possible. And of course, once uh, all uh, what you call platforms during the elections have been exhausted, where issues have been raised and have not been responded to. And of course, then we may see a situation because it has happened in other democracies. And it has happened almost around Africa where results come out, they're not uh, what you call accepted, but also the issue of the, of, the, of, the, of the integrity of the elections and whether they're free and fair is also brought into question. I don't, I don't want to predict the possibilities of that in South Africa, but I'm saying we have a, a, much, a much more mature democracy where such a such can never be ruled out. But of course, it is also based on the fact that those political parties, one who left, who left they done and participated in during the process of the election. Because it is going to be a very big problem when people do not assist and raise issues during the process of elections, but then are quick to cast aspersions and doubts on the integrity of the elections, post the elections. So what is going to be important is what all of us do now in voter education, in a political education of our own, of our, of our of, of members, of those who are going to participate and making sure that each and every voting station, all of us who are contesting elections, all of those who are for contesting elections are able to be there to make sure that elections are monitored. They are able to work together towards political stability in the province to make sure that, in the provinces to make sure that there is no unnecessary, what you call, contestation and, 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 and confrontations because those could lead uh, to political violence, but also to make sure that inside, inside voting stations, all of, all, of them, all of us, all of those who are going to be inside remain vigilant uh, to, 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 to make sure that if such actions happen where they, they vote and the voter manipulation will happen, all of, all of them are able to pick it up and be able to, to raise it within the necessary and committees at a municipal and, 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 and uh, provincial or national, or national level. That's going to be very important. But also the, the, how responsive the IEC is with regards to the, to the raising of issues and, and how quickly issues are resolved when they've been raised by political parties is going to be very important. So it, as I said, it's going to be dependent on all political actors and all play, uh, participants in these elections who work together to make sure that these elections are free and fair. But at the center of it all, as I've said, it's the IEC to make sure that everyone is able to be heard. Issues are raised, are raised and solved very quickly. We can't have a situation whereby issues are, are raised and they take a very long time to be solved because it may then impact on the integrity of elections or whether or not political countries are able to accept the results and the process of elections as having been free for you.
Mm. And and uh, just before I let you go, uh, Tobani, is it all systems go? Did you get a sense that, uh, you know, the IEC, they've called this as a moving machine uh, that once it stops, uh, once it starts, it, it becomes really unstoppable until the date when, uh, you know, we have say, would say that the elections are done and the results are announced. Uh, do you get a sense that really uh, what lies ahead uh, is some something that uh, the IEC is ready for, that particular task? I mean, we saw even uh, the challenge by uh, Bosa and uh, Rivonia Circle being dismissed by uh, the court around the Electoral Amendment Act. Uh, would you say that when you look at it uh, amid all of these noises and everything else that has been happening in between, uh, you find the IEC ready for this task ahead? I mean, the IEC is an experienced board in terms of running of elections. If they were not all systems go out, I would, have, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would be very disappointed. But of course, with all these changes in the system and how and the new issues of 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 the of the of the independent candidate and the amendments that thereof and all those things, maybe in a position the ICs may not be fully ready to deliver the new type of election that it must it must be able to deliver because it will if it deliver this type of elections for the first time, but. For me, I, I get a sense that the IEC is ready, but is it the IEC 100% ready? We will never know, my brother. We, we will never know whether we're 100% ready, especially because of the many different changes that are happening in the system. We have to wait and see. And then, of course, we all of us be vigilant and assist and assist where we can in making sure as citizens that these things happen and they happen properly. We must also be, what you call, uh, be sympathetic to the IEC, as I've said, because some of these of, of the changes in the system may have been new to them and they will be happening for the first time. They may appear, or we may always be prepared, but how things happen on the day is going to be very important. So I, I, would, I don't want to, to predict or to say the IEC is either 100% ready or not, but I'm saying we trust on the experience of the IEC that they are not delivering elections for the first time. There may be these changes that I speak about that are happening for the first time, but the IEC itself is delivering elections for the sixth, seventh time. So they must have to be carrying experience of the, from the past on how, on how things are done. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but it's also going to be incumbent on all, all of us to make sure that IEC is supported. We don't do things that will make this IEC not being able to do its job. Yeah, That's no. the only thing we can hope for. And free and fair elections, the integrity of the elections must be there. The issue of political stability is going to be very important. Political tolerance is going to be very important. We must all make sure that there is no confrontations that could lead to, to violence. All of us must be responsible with the information that we give and the comments that we make and the statements that we make and how we then conduct ourselves politically going to these elections. All of us must understand that all of us have a right to be associated, to associate with any political party. All of us have a right to vote, uh, to vote for any political party of our choice, but none of us have a right to, 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 uh, to, to violate the right of others to exercise the very same right that we want to enjoy. All of us might make sure that as we go to these elections, there is no situation where there is unnecessary and, and reckless sort of confrontations where you could find a situation where citizens themselves are clashing over a choice that one could make, is making or is not making. Yes, all of us uh, have a right to persuade each other, right? But we don't have a right to impose our choices and, and, and our views on others. 
whether it's a political party level, whether it's an individual level, none of us have the right to impose our own choices to others. Because some of these conversations will happen around where citizens believe that they their choice of who to vote for is the most correct. Therefore, they want to impose it on others. And in the that process may even stay, what's called violate or start insulting others. And in such incidents, we may have unnecessary political confrontation. So we must be all responsible. Understand that we all have a right to, to, to participate in these elections, all have a right choice to, on who to want to vote yeah. for, who we want to associate with. But also, we are all responsible to make sure that the elections happen in a very peaceful way. Yeah, Tobani, I want us to leave it here for this morning, man. Thank you very much for uh, your time. Uh, there's a lot really riding on these elections. And like you said, uh, you know, everybody, everyone has to play a role here in ensuring that, uh, you know, we safeguard the integrity of uh, these uh, particular elections. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people are saying that there's a lot that we'll still expect from uh, the IEC in terms of the lay of the land and the timetable and the deadlines and everything else in between. Uh, but we'll talk. Really appreciate Appreciate you coming on this morning. Thank you very much, Katayo. Thank you very much for the opportunity to speak next time. Awesome, man. Political commentator uh, Tobani Zigalala. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.